card from North, North Carolina. Carolina. Number 23, Marco Jordan. Give me the Chicago Bulls and Michael Jordan's warm-up over LeBron and his Illuminati ridiculousness any day of the week. <laughs> oh, man. how uh, That was so cool. I, I forgot the uh, – when I sent that video on Instagram the other day, I forgot about the, uh, like, the bull racing through the city. Oh, that was awesome. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that part of it. it was so good. Pretty, All right, well, hey, good. on that note, everyone, welcome to the two-for-one conference two for finals preview. I'm Jordan. Here with Tori and Drew. Guys, why don't we just crack the niceties and get into this? Okay, let's do it. And a three, and a two, and a the one. Um, I don't know if my cork pool clanged through. I'm doing a shot of bourbon, and I'm actually going to drink a little bit of Red Bull. But um, Red Bull and bourbon? What the hell is that? Oh, I'm just going to do a shot, and then I'm going to just... Fun time is what it is. (laughs) Is that like a thing? I feel like I would vomit drinking that mix. No, it's not. It's just me needing to stay up and keep my wife company while she... It doesn't matter. It it doesn't matter. Okay. It doesn't matter. All right. Just just, what are you you drinking? The, uh, that's, uh, we got, we got the new code last week for, uh, you know, sweeping off the deck. Uh, I am just boring, because what do I have to celebrate or ever be happy about? So, I'm just drinking a shitty Miller Lite. It's great. It's awesome. Tori? Land and lifeless, such as, such as my sports world. Yeah. Well, you know, my sports world hasn't even, hasn't been great, really. And, you know, when I'm down in the sports world, nothing gets me out of it. Like a peach, mango, fruited, sour, uh, drinking a Pomona from Lovell, so... It's going to be really tasty, full of fruits. That's for you, Drew. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. I I don't even I don't even I don't even I don't even have it in me to make fun of you and your fruity beer. So, <laughs> not 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 to mention the like the seven championships you guys have celebrated in 20 years and it's fucking your woe is me nonsense. Yeah, I well, mean, well, the Phillies won one in 09, so what what are you pissing yeah. about? I are we comparing your seven championships to, or so is it six? How many championships have, you, have the Pittsburgh oh won in the last twenty years? I don't know, but what? here's here's the problem: two Super uh, Bowls, Drew, we'll and this five. this is about to come up in in the podcast. You is it don't... only three? Is it only three three cups? Three Stanley Cups. I thought it was Super four cups. I thought it was four cups. Okay, my bad. I take well, that back. Five if you go back to ninety. One, no, we're just gonna do twenty. We'll do tw- twenty years is a nice round number. Anyway, Drew, you just because you won one X amount of years ago doesn't mean that you just oh, okay. We we won one here. back when it's okay. He's got a Super Bowl and a World Series, yeah, you guys. Yeah. You know you're coming up on the fifty years of the Flyers. I know that's your favorite franchise. Hell yeah, the one on skates, Broad Street Bullies, baby. Don't you forget it. You know, speaking you try of which, claim two, two nothing Dallas in Game Seven as I'm watching right now. Two nothing Dallas Game Seven. Anyway. Let's get into this. Uh, let's just go straight to the the cowards and the horse sons. Let's go to Boston over the Sixers. Sixers leading the series 3-2. They lose game six at home. They lose game seven on the road, despite getting actual points from P.J. Tucker. Um, and Drew, take it away. Uh, just, gut, I mean, gutless. I don't... I don't 
I was trying to think of like what what what's the best way to just describe these guys and just the franchise. Like it's just gutless. Like there's just no there's no clutch bone. I uh I was there for game six for a quarter and a half at least of it. Uh maybe less than that. Ready. I felt it in my bones. I was like, this is it. This is this 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 is the breaking point to the con- the conference finals, by the way. Not even the fucking NBA finals. The conference finals. Gonna Just be to Boston. Get into the conference finals. It's gonna happen. Yeah. And ninety seconds of a fourth quarter of uh James Harden shoots a soft three in and out. Joel, a soft seventeen footer in and out. And oh my god. And uh uh Maxi with the three pointer, soft three pointer in and out. And uh, that's it. And those 90 seconds will just haunt my dreams forever and ever. Maybe not to the, not to the point of the Ben Simmons uh, passed up dunk, but <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just bad. So they lose they lose Game Six at home with Tatum going, you know, fucking three Terrible. of like 19, just brutal. And uh, yeah, Game Seven, Harden and Embiid are just absolutely. Fucking god awful in the first half, and it's only a three point game at halftime because the guys that you were like, man, can I count on these dudes? Can I count on Tobias Harris? Can I count on PJ Tucker to you know not have a zero 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 box score and not just rely on his intangibles? And um, yeah, yeah, it was it was bad, and I'm definitely not you know now watching the Phillies just absolutely implode. But um, and then it was a three point game. And eight minutes later, it was a 25-point game. Boston just completely out-toughed and punked, punked the Sixers. And um, I don't know. Joel, uh, like, less uh, – Harden throws up on himself. Like, and Harden – listen, Harden had two great games. Uh, and he had five, five – I wouldn't say five bad ones, but uh, he had at least three bad ones in game six and seven. Everyone's using this world, this word, uh, this turtled up thing now, like which I think is just stupid. <laughs> like they turtled, they turtled up. Like yeah, just yeah, you know, yeah. They you know they uh, got a turtle they, head poking out. Yeah, they shit the bed. Like they shit the bed. Like this, um, you know, it, it was embarrassing. I mean, Harden goes three for eleven, one for five, uh, and I think he had five turnovers. Joel fifteen, uh, fifteen and eight on five of eighteen shooting. Uh, meanwhile, while while uh, while Tatum just goes nuclear and scores fifty one points, uh, I I can't even think of like a worse like embarrassing. Even last year when like they just no showed Miami two games like games five and six, like it wasn't that bad because it was kind of like you knew it was coming because Joel like Joel had the broken face and it's like I I, I just I don't know what they can do, and uh, and you thought like you know they, this this every all we all we found out was like ah it's different ah you know it's gonna be different it's gonna be different and nah man like they just they're just gutless punks like every one of them uh I can't I can't even blame this on Glenn which is disappointing because you know how much I love fucking blaming everything on Glenn that I can but uh yeah like uh, this is just on the players like your your best players in game sevens man like your best players gotta show up and Phillies. Neither one of Philly's guys did. So um, there's a great, a great, great, great quote. I'm trying to 
I'm trying to find it here because it is just it, it gets it is just absolutely spot on about the Sixers. It's like so the Sixers are like I texted somebody that the Sixers are like that X you've had where no matter how many times they hurt you, you always go back. They show you little signs that they've changed and you get your hopes up just to have it happen all over again. When someone shows you who they are, believe them the first time. And these guys, they're horses, they're cowards, put cowards. whatever whatever you want to call these guys, man. Like it just they just suck your soul out, man. I'm just I'm just a broken basketball fan after watching it live in game 6 happen and then uh and then game 7. It's just like uh, what are, what are we doing? What are we doing? And then we got we got Jimmy fucking Butler in his third conference final <laughs> since leaving, which is just I mean, listen, they've lucked out twice cuz the bubble is bullshit and this thing, this nonsense this year because because Giannis got hurt and uh, you know, Tom Thibodeau doesn't understand how to run a competent defense. Now we got to deal with this again. It's just <sighs> it's just silly. I don't know. And they I I, I don't really know where where they go and now like now it's now Harden's got his people leaking besides that he's interested in you please by all means go to Houston like you know you can't you can't choke in a in a in a playoff game if you don't make the playoffs so by all means go back to Houston if that's like a thing but now it's like they have to choose between Harden and Doc and uh, and Glenn Rivers how how does Harden have any clout that that's like a thing not that I not that I would wouldn't mind getting Glenn Rivers out of here but like that, that's what this is where the NBA is just another reason why the NBA is broken. Like, how does a guy whose po- entire postseason career has just been full of him throwing up on himself in big moments? Yeah, he's got a couple of good stuff sprinkled in, but it's so many bad moments in clutch must win games, and he vomits on himself. And like, this guy's going to dictate like who a coach is. Like you kidding me? I hope this is where this is where like the numbers and the stats and like all these losers who like will point to. I'm just I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go here for a little while, fellas, because I with the conference finals are gonna be very easy to predict after go the for and, it, man. after the NBA released the uh, the Magic Johnson Larry Bird uh, finals video today. Jeez, <laughs> jeez, what I I haven't seen Larry Bird get out of bed in like fifteen. Larry Bird hasn't got out of bed in like fifteen years. And they, and now they have a they have a like they have a they have a Lakers Celtics NBA video at the start of the conference finals. If you can't get the rating on the wall, unbelievable. But um, yeah, like I are hope. You, are you saying they have a preferred uh, conf, uh a preferred finals? Um, yeah. Oh, gee, new shock. Um, and uh, you know. It's it's just insane, but yeah, like all these losers that talk about want to talk about numbers and stats, and oh yeah, well this guy is definitely better than this person. Like, you know, I, I, I does anyone in the right mind think like James Harden should be greater on an all time list than like Clyde Drexler? I don't. Tori, I know you're partial to that, but <laughs> would you would you put Harden ahead of Clyde Drexler? Absolutely freaking not. But like the number, like people 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 are starting to t- we're starting to talk about um, Harden, Harden approaching like. Dwayne Wade and Kobe Land yeah. in the, in the all time two guards, and I'm like, he he's not he's not even past like uh, yeah. to me, he's not even past Dominique Wilkins or Clyde Drexler. Like like what in the hell are people do people like? That's why I, I, think, I think Dominique's actually a pretty good comp. Like he's like nah. he's never in the conversation, I, I but like I mean they play completely different style of games. Don't get yeah, me wrong, but I'm just but saying like like, Domin- like Dominique. 
They're guys who are going to score a lot of points. You can't count on them to get you places in the playoffs. Like, you know, they're, yeah, they're, they're, I, I, they're I can't nice remember. in the regular season, but when it comes time in the playoffs, like, you cannot trust them. I just, that's I, that's I, where I, I think the comp is. Dominic them. had some epic playoffs. Yeah, I just don't remember Dominic went, went on one with on Larry Bird. Yeah, like, maybe I'm maybe I'm too too old now to remember, but I just don't remember Dominique throwing up on himself the way, like, Harden has. Uh, and I, just I, no showing exact, games. I, I, Larry I Bird and Dominique that, Wilkins like, in the playoffs were just some of the most epic battles ever. Yeah, um, yeah, I know they had their moments, but you know, at the like end of the Cl- day, they weren't getting you to where you needed to go. Yeah, but like Clyde, like 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 Clyde Drexler, like get out of here. Like I, like, I think people were starting to even get on the Isaiah Thomas train. I'm like, what? Do, what? Do, what? Like, I don't, I don't even know that I would say I would put Harden ahead of Joe Dumars, and I know that might be crazy, but I don't even know that I would do that. Like, it's just, it's insane to me. It's at, like his numbers are just going to be so inflated. Because of the three-point error. shooting error, and you know, for for four years, the NBA didn't care about him, you know, foul trolling and pulling people into him because you know it got points up and people paid attention. So oh, okay, let's let's let it happen. It's fine. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, they need to. I I think Daryl Moore. I think Maury's out. I, I do. I think really? that they're. You think that's think, the person that's going to go? Yeah, I do think they're going to fire. I do think they'll fire him because I think they'll look at the roster and be like, the roster just hasn't made sense the last two, three years. I I don't think that's fair because you know, yeah, granted, like people, one people have to want to sign here. Two, he's 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 had some awesome trades here. The last year, like he he inherited a roster that had two of the worst contracts of all time on it between Tobias Harris and Al Horford What's when he got Tobias here. Tobias Harris's contract he's up. i'll get there um and within one week of having the job he got al horford out of here for nothing more than a first round uh, or a second round pick and danny green's contract so he he got rid of that right away and then he fleeces he fleeces dallas for seth curry gets drafts harry or uh, maxi steals him at 21 and then he fleeces he fleeces memphis for for uh for d'anthony melton like he's done some good stuff i i just like I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like there's gonna have to be some internal shakeup. I do think Glenn. I feel like he'll be gone. I just the only thing that'll save his job is the fact that like there's a cut. There, there's just more attractive jobs probably right now to it's where unless you're promoting within like which they haven't done and which they probably should have done the last two three times when you had Monty Williams here who I'm not a fan of but you had Monty here you had Ime here and you went out and got got Glenn. Um, I, the first thing they need to do is they need to see what before Harden makes the has the decision to opt in or opt out or whatever. They need to try to trade Tobias Harris's contract. He is expiring at the end of next year, so that contract now finally becomes tradable because it's a, it's an asset. Yeah. They need to turn him into and this. It's a bad example because uh, one of these guys hasn't played like the entire playoff, but he'll have like a crazy game here. Now that I said that, like they need to find like a Van- a Vando Beasley trade um, that the Lakers found, where they 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 shipped out a P- a, a bad contract and got two guys that listen. Even though if they're even though like every night you can't count on them, you have the you have the ability you have the flexibility to go to these guys and they they have they they have the ability to give you a good night offensively or defensively. Because like that's basically what Tobias. Tobias is a super nice guy. He does a lot in the community. I you know I I th- I thank you for your service. But when you're making forty, when you're taking up forty million dollars a year in cap space, I can't have game six where you know you scored two points and then 
Then in game seven, he, you know, I know he put up 19 or whatever it was, but I mean, the game was a blowout. But like, I can't have that variance from you when you're making four. And that's always been my thing with him. I, I can't have those. Like, I need you to every night be giving me 16 points a game on close to 40% shooting from three and, you know, and just rebounding and making hustle play. Like, that's what I need from you every night. Not this, well, I'll get you 25 one night, but, you know, I'm only going to get you three points another night. Like, they can't do that when you're making that cap space. So. That's the first thing. They got to see what they can do. Again, the fact that he's expiring finally makes it actually like appealing to some teams. Uh, and listen, and then Tobias I, I can like, still be good. He doesn't. He doesn't just he like can't most be good. people. He just can't like be good. just like most people don't fit in with Harden's style, where everything just slows down and stops, and then it's like, okay, we'll kick you the ball with eleven seconds left. Try try and do something like this. This has been Tobias's mo his whole career, though. Yeah, I say he it. just doesn't. He doesn't have consistency. He the only. The yeah, the fair. year the year they lost to the Hawks was the first time in his career that he was consistently good night in and night out, and you didn't have these variances that he had. Like that was the, that's why he was he would always average like sixteen seventeen points a game. I think that year he averaged close to nineteen, but like it's not like twenty five and three. 20, 27, and then six. Like, that's how he got to his averages because he was all over the place when, like, you need the steady guy every game. Like, that's what they need from him, especially at that cap number. Like, you just, you have to have it, man. Um, and like I said, he's a nice guy. Like, I, I listen, for, you know, for, for 15, 15 mil a year, even, Jesus, even 20 million a year, sign me up for Toby Harris all day. Throw in, throw in my man Boban uh, on top of that just for shits and giggles. But, you know, for 40 plus mil, like, can't have it. Just, it's not, you know, you can't win that way. It's, that was one of the problems with the Lakers. You had all this money in these three guys, and the three of them couldn't give you what you needed every night. Like, you had to move Russ out to, to make up for the shortcomings of the other two guys. Because when you have all max deals, all three guys have to be elite. Um, and I'd probably, you know, and I would let Harden walk. I'd be like, go ahead, man. You want a max deal? Get out. Like, I, we we can't we can't give you a max deal if you want to win. I just don't know. Like there's just no one there. This you're basically punting the season because there's nobody available to sign. Like the free agents this off season are atrocious. They're atrocious. Like there's nobody. There's nobody. Um, I, I don't know what you I, you know. Dame keeps getting thrown out here. Unless unless Dame went to the Blazers and said, "Listen, guys, you know I've done everything I can. I just you know it's not." You know, we're just we're on different paths right now. Can uh, you know, can you move me to Philly? Unless they just were like, Dame, we love you. We're gonna even if we take a huge loss on 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 this investment, we'll get you where you want to go. There, there's there's they have nothing to give them except for Maxi, Maxi, and like you know, a handful of picks. Like, is that enough to get Dame? I don't. Th- Again, they like the the Blazers would have to just be. Tobias could help make the money work. Yeah, but but if you're if you're Portland, like that's that's not a, necessarily a win. Well, I guess because he's expiring, sure, expiring. maybe. It is. I mean, because so like, then they because they can flip the him season anyway. Yeah, yeah, because they can flip. Yeah, fair. Because then they can they can that's an asset for them to then later flip for more stuff. So yeah, I mean maybe that's a thing, but I don't even know if that that's enough. Um, but that's what they need to do. They just need to, um, you know, they got to figure out Tobias, and then you know, like hard that Harden just needs to be realistic about where he is. I don't even know who gives Harden a max deal. Like I know, I know bad teams will pay anybody <laughs> anything. Cause that's why they're bad teams and they got to pay somebody. But outside of this Houston nonsense, which if Houston were to bring him back after what he, after the way he 
um handle himself to get thrown <laughs> out of there like adam silver should send down whoever his like next basketball ops crony is to run that franchise like he did to the sixers with uh colangelo and his stupid ass collar that ruined uh that ruined us for two years with his awful decisions was like, that david stern or was that was that, no uh, silver yeah it was, no, well, silver was there yeah, at this point. Was yeah. There at that point. yeah um because how, i don't even know how do you even how would you even explain it to your fan base yeah this guy uh showed up 30 pounds overweight and was completely uh disrespectful to every all of his teammates on the court until we finally were forced to trade him but yeah we're gonna bring him back <laughs> um insane with a bunch of with already a bunch of a all bunch right. of babies so listen we're 20 minutes in it's fine and i already told you I no told you. no going. no i want you to keep going but you haven't gotten to joel Embiid yet oh i mean listen i'm i i it's no secret. Like I'm, I'm, I am hard. I've I've been hard on Joel Embiid his entire career here. Like there's no, I've never given him a pass. Um, you know he ever ever. I'll never forgive him for the tummy ache game, the famous tummy ache game of 2019 uh, against Toronto when they were up two one and the Raptors were just ready to die. And he shows up with a tummy ache, whether he was hungover the night before, which is some things that I heard. Whatever it was. You know, he, 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 he scores 12 points in a critical game four where they could have gone up 3-1 and had three swings to knock them out, and he doesn't. Um, he, he wasn't good in the – he wasn't great in the series. He had two good – two, two, two very good games. Defensively, I, I you know, with the exception of yesterday in the second half, I thought he was tremendous the entire series. Like, the rim protection is just you, – you can't replace what he does. And when he's not in the game, it's so – it's so uh, – Glaring. Glaring at how bad the team the team is. Um, that's another thing to do in the offseason is get 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 some wing defenders or uh, another rim protector. Um, but listen, like the guy can't stay healthy. Like the knee, like this this is a thing. Like he needs to he needs to change his game up to where I, I don't you don't want to take you don't want to take away from him what makes him special and th- that the fact that he's able to do you know do Kobe to Kobe like moves as a seven foot two center. But he needs to learn that, hey, like, I don't need to do this every game of the season, every playoff game. There needs to be moments where, you know, I'm I'm content just catching the ball five feet from the basket, bowling my way to two points, or making quicker decisions and hitting guys in open strides uh, for threes, not with, you know, 0.2 seconds left on the shot clock to where they have to just chuck up a bad shot. Um he needs to do that, and he uh, he just needs to look in the mirror and just you know and just grow grow up even faster than he has, man. Um, you know he he's got a lot of work on too. Everybody the the aggregators that are taking this like snippet of his comment on a longer question about acting like he he threw all his teammates under the bus like this Ben Simmons thing again about throwing him under the bus, um, saying that uh, you know we can't do it by ourselves we need help. That was that was in context of James Harden coming back to the Sixers. That wasn't. That wasn't anybody asking what happened in Game Seven yesterday. So that's just typical social media bullshit, and you know the the Jokic guys and Celtic fans are you know shitting on Embiid right now, trying to have fun. Um, but yeah, I mean he needs yeah he needs to he, he needs to lead by example. If I were if I were him, I'd invite uh, I'd invite Bryce and Jalen over to his house for uh, you know for some from Jay, some Jay Harden wine and uh, and some halibut and uh, just ask him like man like why why are you guys why are you guys just so awesome on a different level? And how do I get there? Because that's what he needs. You know, he's not. You see these things in Philly all the time. And I always comment him on Twitter uh, about 
about Harper, Harper, uh, Hertz, and Embiid, and I'm like, can you, can we stop including Embiid? Embiid is not on those guys' level. Like, <laughs> he is, he's not. Those guys have put teams on on their back and you know gone and gone the distance with them. They came up, you know, come up short, but um, so almost a distance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's just it's disappointing. Um, yeah, I mean, again, it's not a. Again, he wasn't good yesterday. He was terrible. He was absolutely atrocious. No. That does that doesn't mean he shouldn't have been the MVP because yeah. that's I, I I've I've officially been blocked from several several uh, Denver sports radio uh, Twitter handles and uh, I I am if the if the Lakers end up losing the series I will be getting bombarded <laughs> with, with Denver Nugget fan tweets that I have instigated over the, the last forty eight hours. But um, you know the fact to to act like he should you know you know he shouldn't have won the regular season award because of what happened in Game Seven is 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 ridiculous. Um, yeah, it sucks. It just yeah. it, it just uh, to quote Ted Lasso, you know they say it's the hope that kills you. It's uh, and that's just what it uh, that's just what it is, man. Being being a Sixers fan, so we'll uh, we'll see. Right. You know the the East the East is going to be interesting next year because. You know, I think if Boston if Boston doesn't get get it done this year, they've got to make some change. Especially because Jay, like Jalen Brown making All NBA, his his contract extension is going to be astronomical, and I, I don't know what Boston will do there because uh, he's not taking a discount. He's made that yeah. incredibly clear. So like that, you know, I, this this the between the, Tatum uh, and Brown, they're eligible for six hundred and thirteen million dollars yep. in extensions. <laughs> yep. Um. So. Uh, so that like there's a lot of pressure for them to win the finals this year. So that's that's interesting. Again, this Miami team sucks. I'm, I'm sure Jimmy will <laughs> sweep Boston now, but they they suck. Like I don't. They're like they're done. I I was I was hoping they'd Cal, go, they. Kyle Lowry's pretty good though. Yeah, something like that. Uh, yeah, maybe 25 years ago when he was at Nova. Uh, <laughs> but I was hoping that maybe they would lose in like an embarrassing fashion this year, so that Jimmy Jimmy would turn into old Jimmy and try to get traded back to Philly. But I, I doubt that'll happen now. At this rate, Joel will probably request a trade to Miami, which would be the funniest. I'll pack his bags at that point because then I'll just be like, "You're you're no better than Ben. Just get the fuck out." If that's what we're doing now, um, and I don't know outside of, outside of the Bucks. Like I don't like I, there's there's nobody. I don't, know, there's, I don't know. Is there anyone rising in the East really to to worry about? Like it's not, you know, they don't. That's why they don't have to blow it up. But like they've got a they've they, they've got a small three year window here where they've got to figure it out fast. Or it, you basically just wasted the process. You know, the process and beads. There it is. This Embiid My thing that you have. My favorite thing. The, the process. The, the process. process. Yeah, I, I, I mean, every 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 reporter in every sport who who thinks they're smarter than the fans. You can't you can't just be in the middle. That you you, you either gotta go for the go for broke or you you gotta you gotta just try and lose and get draft picks. It's like <laughs> well no, you can be in the middle and then build momentum over the course of your franchise to like you know, try and become a winner, but you, 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 you gotta try and lose and get yeah, because that works ten percent what a hundred percent of the time or sixty percent of the time it works every time. Just just lose and I get don't... the best draft picks possible. I mean, well, I could. You, you would hate to go nine and eight every season. <laughs> don't even don't. I'm, uh, I'm so glad. Stir I'm, the pot. I, I'm so glad. I'm so I'm so glad you brought that up. That was awesome. That was that was just pinpoint perfection right there. T money. Appreciate that. 
Yeah, hey, yeah, because I don't. But look, the, it's it's not a matter of going nine and eight. It's a matter of winning playoff games. I, I'd rather Play make the playoffs. To win the game. I'd rather um, make the playoffs and and then not make the playoffs. <laughs> Right. Yeah. And well, I was gonna. I was gonna say, what's the point of making it as an eight seed? But you know, seeds don't matter, and you know, eight seeds beating one seeds aren't a big deal. So uh, anything can happen. It is what it is. I mean, I, again, I I'll stand by the process till I die. Uh, huh. the, the again, the bigger the bigger thing that happened that the wrong where everything went wrong was them organizationally choosing Simmons over Butler, which like you can, I I can't fault them. Like no but no but nobody. Nobody would have invested the 150 million in Jimmy and his bad knees over a like a, a blooming 23 year old who you you contractually controlled for for six seasons. Like nobody was doing that. I because I I can't even get mad. I'm like it is what it is. Like you you can't you can't have predicted the the plummet of Simmons. Like again, I I always that thought was, like I always thought the the biggest question mark with him was. What what came to pass was that he's more he's more in love with the celebrity that comes with being a basketball player than being than like loving being a basketball player. But even still, I never expected his play to do what it did, and that's that's what where play? what play? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because he doesn't. But he but that fucking loser. Like what? How much of a loser? Like it's no wonder Clutch dropped him. Like who do you think who do you think's talking to him to be like, hey Ben Ben. Post post a picture of them down by thirty right now. You'll be so cool. You're showing them, like from home, because like, he's nobody's telling him that. He's just doing that. Like it, it's so weird. Like he like what a loser, right? Like he didn't even play in the playoff series where he could have. Like imagine if he had some balls. Like he'd have been like, you know what? I want to play. Like we're playing the Sixers. I- I'm good. I- I'm I'm gonna go out there. Even if I already even if I already give you guys fifteen minutes, I'm I- I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna show those guys. And instead, he just he tur- he turtled up. But then he's posted a picture on his on his social with the Sixers down thirty. Like, what a loser, man! Is it time for my twenty five uninterrupted minutes yet? Do it, do it. (laughs) Sorry, not to talk about the Sixers anymore. Let's just move on to another series. Go, go, Uh, Tori. Go, go, Miami Rangers. My real quick thing on the Sixers: they had their like this game six was the one where you should you need to step on the throats. We talk about stepping on the throats. They did not. That's where it was lost. You, you could say about this game seven choke, but game six they had them and they they let them off the hook. Yep, as Danny Green right. said. All right, Heat, go Tory. Uh, let's see the Knicks. Uh, I I texted you guys immediately. Like I, I texted you a lot of things as it was going on. Um, so games. I'm just gonna go straight to game six because we had talked right <laughs> after game five. So game six, you know, they come out on fire. They're going up and down the court. You know, the ball's moving. Uh, they get up 14 on the heat. Looks like they have them. All they have to do is stay the course. But instead, they go to Julius Randle, slow it down, let the heat get their defense set. Everything's stagnant. And then before you know it, the heat have the lead. And then that was that. And the heat, uh, you know, pretty much held the lead the rest of the way. Um, they're stupid doubling the ball. I, I felt like it was just like uh, the kids in uh, Talladega Nights just go. Dude, I didn't notice it. Anarchy. I don't I know what notice it, means, it at but first I love it. Until you pointed it out, but like, yeah, like, like, 
somebody would have the ball on the wing, and then the Knicks would just throw a double over there. And it was like, like from game to game. Swing, swing, swing. Like nine seconds left in the shot clock, and then they would, the Heat would just swing, 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 and somebody would be wide open. It'd be like. 15 seconds, and they just run at the guy who's holding the yeah. ball, and he's like, well, I'm just going to pass it. They make four passes, and some guy's wide open for three. It's like you're just making the game easier for them. And they, they and they did they did that from game one on. Like I, I got two minutes into my fi- twenty five uninterrupted, but go ahead. Uh, unreal. Sorry, oh, I'm just no, I'm just saying like they they like they that was that was a game one through game six thing. That wasn't even like an adjustment like that worked. It's like you realize this isn't working. Yeah, <laughs> keep going. Yeah, it was just like they, and they just were like, "Well, this is who we are. We got to stick to it." And they made no adjustments. They just the thing that failed them continued to fail them. They didn't go to anything that was working. That's why like everyone gave R.J. Barrett a bunch of flack. I was like, "Well, you kind of played him into a bad situation where he ends up one for ten. Now, get, don't get me wrong. He missed some easy shots. He missed a reverse layup." He had a wide-open uh, floater from seven feet away that he airballed to the left, like, not even short. He was just off target, like, completely to an airball. But, like, you know, so he, uh, like, but he got out of rhythm because you changed your style of play that got you up 14 points whenever he was dominating and getting to the foul line every third possession. I, I just, it was just so frustrating to watch. It was like, the only thing that could stop us here is if we changed how we're playing. And then we did. And then, of course, that's when Miami got their momentum. And then, you know, it, it was just frustrating to watch. Uh, Mitchell Robinson, uh, he started the first quarter. He In the first quarter when we got up, he was getting every rebound. I think he had five or seven rebounds in the first quarter. I uh, was playing good defense after that. You know, Bam was taking one dribble and dunking every possession. Uh, he wasn't protecting the rim. He wasn't getting yeah, rebounds. Was and when he's not doing that, like, he has no value. I'm sorry. So, it, it was just, you know, he's not completely, you know, I, I know you don't want to stake your season on Mr. Robinson, but, like, when you have a guy out there that's not bringing value, that's an issue. Um, and that's a coaching change that was not made where you could have gone to Hartenstein or someone else, maybe play Toppin a little bit more. But, you know, there, there is, you know, bad coaching decisions, you know, a couple of players not playing to their caliber. Uh, and I texted you guys after the game, Julius Randle's got to go. Like, we've seen the emergence of Jalen Brunson. We've seen what, what he could do as a leader. Like, he, I don't think this is a flash in the pan. I think this is, you know, this guy's legit. He's play smart. He's good at getting his, keeping his dribble alive, finding his spots getting good shots. I, I don't I don't think it's a, a, a fluke. So where do we go from here? We gotta get rid of a guy who's gonna slow down the offense, stop our you know, stop our momentum, stop the ball moving. And and that's what Randall is unfortunately. So I we, we gotta move on from him. That'll free up some cap space. Um it, I don't know exactly who we get or what kind of assets we could get for him. But he I, I, I I'm sorry, I like I like Randall as a person, but he's gotta go. He was good to help get the Knicks back. You know, this is where you talk about, like, oh, it's okay to be mediocre. Yeah, because a guy like Randall comes in, gets the Knicks moving where they, they – Overperforms. Yeah, overperforms. Gets the Knicks moving in the right direction. Yep. We yep. had we had a couple pieces like Barrett and uh, Brunson. Then it's like, okay, these guys are the future. Push them forward. Move off of Randall, and then we could take the next step. And get a new coach yeah, and, as well. Probably a new coach, yeah. I like, you know, I like Tibbs. 
Again, he, uh, the coach, uh, serve, thank you for your service. Yes, you got us to this point. Here. You need the coach to take you to the next level. Yeah, we need we need the next guy who's going to push us over the top. Um, JJ Redick, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <coughs> but yeah, I, 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 just, I just think, you know, we're, we're close. We have a couple of the right pieces in place, and we need to go find that next right piece and tweak, make a few tweaks, and and we and we could take the step to the conference finals. I mean, we were the actual process, yeah. not just not just tanking that. Oh yay, draft picks. Yeah, I mean, look, we, <laughs> you know, I I didn't have the Knicks in the playoffs. I didn't, I didn't. Uh, I as, you know, as a jaded fan, I I needed to see it, and I saw something there that was a sustainable and can be approved upon. And it's up to up to the the management, you know, to take the pieces we have, tweak the uh, the you know the intangible pieces, and give us the what we need to get to the next step. Uh, I you're tired. You said that you don't know if there's a team that's coming in, in the East. I, I this is the most hope I've had for the Knicks in a long time. I don't I don't trust that they'll make the appropriate decisions, but they're in a position where they are a few decisions away from taking the next step. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say like probably two ish players or so, right? I'll tell you, like, I don't know that it will happen, but I would love to see it happen. And I think it could kind of make sense for both teams is if you swap Randall for Paul George, I think we'd have to give them, you know, a couple extra things, maybe two first rounders. I mean,. I know they're in love with Paul George out there, but I think that fits both teams' needs more. Um, Whoa! But I, I, I get that's that's a personal wish. I know that's never gonna happen, but you know that that I think that would be the like if, if you're gonna be aggressive as the Knicks and try and go for it, you need to start thinking on that level. The Clipper, you, the Clippers would basically have to be in fire sale mode. There's, there's zero chance that they're doing that. They would do a deal like that. Well, I mean, look, if they're, if you want a guy, if they are frustrated with the Paul George Kawhi dynamic, and they say, okay, we got to get rid of one of these guys to get someone. We can't have two guys that are missing the full season. We need to get a steady guy that's going to play hard every night, culture guy, who's going to set the tone. And then, you know, kind of be there to take some of this stress. I off. don't hate the concept. I think the gap between Julius Randle and Paul George is yeah, like, a little yeah. bit too far. <laughs> no, I said a couple f- – add a few first. No, I, no, I know what you're saying. Play. No, I, 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 yeah. I, don't think, I don't think you're far off. I, I just think the gap's a lot. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, the type uh, of player um, – I was, I was going to say, they need, they need, a, they need a, 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 long, a long scoring wing that – Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they need. Which yeah, so I agree with the player. I just I, I don't. If I'm I the Clippers, I, think guy, I mean, you're ta- Clippers. You're talking about a team that lost in the first round. Yeah, well, I mean, you're 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 backfilling I mean, them for Paul George and then throwing in the draft. Yeah, it, well, maybe I mean, it's really, more than really two. Has, maybe it's more than two. I'd, uh, I, if I if Paul yeah, George I Kawhi combo here's ever the real, accomplished. Here's the yeah, bigger. Here, hold on. Here's the bigger question. I'm I'm with you. I mean, I think it's I think it's easily legitimate that they'd be like, yeah, this screw this, this isn't working. Bigger bigger question. Who who would who would the Clippers be more willing to part with, Kawhi Leonard or Paul George? Paul George. I think they're I think they're married to Kawhi. You think? I think so. Um, I don't know. There's been rumors that Ty Lue's kind of getting frustrated with the situation with both of them. 
So that's why I think, you know, you you get rid of Paul George. I think you're kind of putting, you know, Kawhi on notice. Like, hey, you, you better start getting your shit together. You think he cares? Though? I, don't, I don't think he cares. I, I don't think he cares. I, I don't but think he cares you have to either. at least send the message. You're at yeah. least, you can't. Yeah, uh, you can't be like, yeah, this is fine. Everything's cool. We're okay here. <laughs> like, it's not. It, it it's got to change there. And I, and I think, uh, and you know, that's why I talk go. about Randall being a guy who's accountable. We talked about how he played almost every game until like he rolled his ankle at the very end of the season. He's a guy who you could count on night in, night out. Plays hard, and I think that's what the Clippers are missing from their organization. <laughs> quite frankly. You, and I think with him and Russ, you know, being there together, you know, they, they could, you know, kind of set the tone in that department. Well, that's assuming Russ can come back. You know, you know who sneakily <laughs> would actually, who I think would actually be a nice little fit for the Knicks. I think he's a free agent. LeBron James. No. Hmm. Come on. Who do, you, who do you think I'm thinking of, Tori? God, I have no idea. Probably Zach Por- Levine. Porzingis. Porzingis, really? He he had a really good year. No, look, Defen- hey, look, I defensively. Now listen, maybe it was a. Fl- I think he's a free agent. It might be. A, it might have been a flash in the pan. But like defensively, this was. He, you know, oh, hey. he he got back to you know being a, a much better defensive player and rim protector this year. And offensively, I think he shot the ball really well from three. Two things that I think the Knicks, the Knicks could really benefit from. Because to your point, like Mitchell Robinson's great, but at a point he's adding no value out there. So like you need you need yeah. somebody else. Yeah, and then, and then if you know, look, I'm not against like I, I got a Porzingis jersey, I got socks, like I was all in on Porzingis. Whenever his first season without Carmelo, there was probably a 15 game stretch to start the season where he was a playing. If he would have continued on that projection, he would have been a top six player in the league, like, like quite easily. Um, and he he ended up hurting his elbow kind of falling off and then he kind of like you know then he gets traded and then he tore his I think he tore his ACL before that then he got traded and it just like all like the wheels completely fell off he got you know got a max contract and you know started you know loving the limelight and then it's kind of bounced around a little bit and not really found his footing but he had a pretty good year you know um I wouldn't be against it for the right price uh but once again like I, I don't I don't know if that's the it it could be I I could see that be an interesting fit like yeah, I said yeah. I mean I now I don't let's see I don't know what he's gonna command on the on the market probably he'll probably again I, it's not a very good free agent summer so he'll probably get a decent amount of money but like the fit there as one of those where it's like ah you know they're a couple players away like he he would just give you more versatility with with uh, with, with you, Mitchell you, Robinson and so you could do so many more lineups with with them you know. Yeah, and it, and it, and if he's able to knock down threes, that's I mean, Jesus, it was it was tough. Uh, it was tough to watch yeah. the Knicks shooting threes in that. In Need that to series. bring back Steve Novak. God, I love that guy. Or uh, what's his name? Who's the GM now over there? Who uh, my favorite Knicks player of the last fifteen years, Landry Fields. Landry Fields is a GM somewhere. Pretty sure he's a GM or like a, he's a like a, a director of basketball operations. Oh. Google, good, Jordan, good give him. it, give that, a, give that a quick Google. No, no one cares. Um, <laughs> Tori, do what else do you have to say? Because I just need to start yelling at you guys. What, what else? Um, as far as those two teams or the, the Knicks. Knicks. Uh, let's see, uh, Fantastic Four, Fantastic Four. Uh, look, I, I don't think 
the Heat are as bad as Drew thinks they are. They're terrible. I, I think. I think what uh, what has happened is with the injury of Hero and uh, Oladipo, they got back to kind of some of their, you know, move the ball around more, kind of like a more of a team game rather than. But I think they were relying too much on this like Jimmy and like Hero is you know trying to do too much one on one stuff. Um, I, I just think, you know, they got Duncan Robinson back in the lineup, a lights-out shooter. Still missing threes like crazy. Struce has been uh, uh, Excellent. playing well. Excellent. Gl- yeah. Glue guy. Yeah. I mean, he's been Forgot three. he was a DePaul guy, by the way. Well, you, he, we was? Totally forgot he was a DePaul guy. I, I, I couldn't have told you that. <laughs> uh, he, 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 had, he had some games against the Pirates. Uh, that's, how, that's when I saw it. I was like, oh, that's that motherfucker? I was like, mother... Hey, he, he's played well. I mean, he's really came into his own. And yeah. Jordan, I think we were talking about in our text messages how, like, a few of their guys have just played, like, to their absolute potential. Struce being one of them. Gabe Vincent. Caleb Martin. Like, these guys are just, like, absolutely maximizing their talent and their abilities. And, you know, that's, that's what you need if you're going to win a championship. You're going to need those level guys. This is to give you the absolute most they can. Yeah, they've and, they've and, got you know, one. And uh, Bam Bam has been Bam Bam and not Pew Pew for you know about few four games. games a series. So yeah, I don't know. They they've got one one just one insane playoff performer. Their 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 second best player really is probably the third best player on a championship team. And they've got just a handful of role players that you just you know one you, you just do they have you just the best they, coach left. They do, absolutely. That might be a uh, yeah. That's fair. I, I well, it's funny. It's funny. It's funny now though that the the, uh, the Miami crowd talking about what a great coach Spo is because before it was oh man yeah he just was living off LeBron's coattails <laughs> before yeah. now Spo's a great coach. I'm like no Spo is always a great coach. Like he's awesome. I've always loved this guy. Um, and that's why Miami is just a, an A class organization because they don't fucking overreact. Uh, yeah. They just have they they hire they just have they just hire you know they have the best personnel to get through things. Um, yeah, I still think they're a bad team. It's just my, I you know they got they got they got lucky with the Giannis injury and then whatever the hell happened in those fourth quarters. Just I whatever and I don't, we're not going to rehash that nonsense again. I I can't take I I can't take that in my soul uh, arguing that. And they ran into an overachieving five seed. Like I think the Cavs, uh, you know, as bad as and dumb as the Cavs played against the Knicks, I, I think I think the Cavs would have handled Miami pretty quickly. I think that would have been a really bad matchup yeah, for them. But but yeah, that's what's well, yeah, exactly. They uh, you know the 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 bracket fell into their favor, just like it did out west a little bit too. So um, I just you know if if and I, well, or you want to, should we get into the conference, the Easter conference? That's where I was going next. 46, 47 minutes in, and in true NBA fan fashion, you guys spent approximately half your time talking about roster construction and <laughs> things things that aren't well, actually our, real. So Our, our so, two favorite franchises are eliminated, and, and we're in where-do-they-go mode. So To be fair, I rambled on for 30 minutes, and Tori only had to go 17 because he at least has hope. Huh. Yep. All right, so speaking of hope, Eastern Conference Finals, Miami Heat versus Boston Celtics. How do you guys see this one breaking down? Let's do this in five minutes. Um, I think it's pretty easy. I think this could be easily done in five minutes. Oh, yeah. Uh, speaking of five, uh, 
the Celtics should win in five games. Uh, I think this will show to, if the Celtics. This is like kind of like I said with the Sixers early on. If they sweep the Nets, this is a series. This will, this this series will show you if Boston's really exercised some of these demons this year and like the early playoffs, like the the head scratching late game stuff, and you know uh, Missoula with just questionable lineup changes and you know lack of adjustments. They should beat this team in five games. There should be no doubt about it. They have the defensive personnel. They've got the bigs to you know to mess around with Bam Bam, uh, to turn him back into Pew Pew. Uh, and they're not, I, I cannot see the Nick or the Celtics being stupid. They don't, they don't need to double team any of these guys. Like they have Tatum, they have sport, they have the defensive personnel to just straight up play guys one-on-one. That's, you know, barring, barring a significant, just go sprinting at the guy dribbling the ball. Yeah, yeah, like that would be yeah. Oh, Jesus, um, so barring barring an injury to one of the two main guys, that's a, this is a five game series. And if it goes longer, if it goes longer than five, then the Celtics are getting assuming they they win it, they're getting swept in the finals by Denver and the Lakers. Yeah, that's I my, think that's it. I, I think the Celtics can throw multiple defensive matchups at what, what Miami wants to do. Yeah, I don't see any defensive matchups that Miami can throw at the Celtics. Like, I don't see who is going to slow down Tatum or Brown. Like, uh, on on Miami. Like, uh, am I am I wrong there? Or? Boston's best player is slightly better than Miami's best player. Boston's second best player is leagues better than. Miami's second best player. And he I can't think, even dribble. I think that's pretty much what it's going to boil down to. The, the top two for Boston are just going to be way too much for the for the Heat. Yeah, and they can – and even even though I fucking hate him, um, you know, Horford – having Horford out there does give – like, Bam has to stretch. Like, they have Thanks to stretch. Unless, the, um, unless Spoh's – and again, this might be the strategy of the, the teams the rest of the way, just living with it. Be like, if Horford hits four threes, Horford hits four threes. That's you know that's that's the way, that's the way the teams will have to play it. Yeah. You know. All right. Yep. I, the, I think. Uh, the another I think the key guy in this series is Malcolm Brogdon. That's it. I was I, gonna say Malcolm Brogdon is like uh, Boston's like what eighth option, and he's better than Cal Lowry. So. Yeah, I think I think his uh, yeah because Lowry as they they haven't inserted Lowry back in the starting lineup, right? No. Yeah, he's still coming up the best. So. I, I think Brogdon, Brogdon just significantly having more production than Kyle Lowry and Gabe Vincent is going to be the key to the series. Well, uh, I, I think it'll help. I don't think it's the key. The key I, I yeah, the I just is, I think Robert Williams could be an X factor. His defense. Yeah, I just don't know what they're going to do with like rebounding. Yeah, like 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 they didn't use him in the Philly series for like five games, and then they finally went too big. I just I never know what they're doing with the Horford Williams things. So that's why I just don't know how they're going to play what, that I don't out. Know what you doing back there? <laughs> Someone's like, yeah, Al Horford's got some real stinky meatloaf. Ugh, gross. Yep. All right, I, I do look for Boston out rebound as well. They're gonna they should they there's no reason why they lot. should not yeah. dominate yeah. those boards. Um. All right, let's swing out west. We're starting with Adam the, the Suns. A little bit softer now. Adam West. A little softer now. Adam <laughs> West. Is that a family guy thing? That is a family yeah. guy thing. Adam West. Mayor West. Yeah, I, I remember Mayor West. I don't remember that part. Anyway, Suns lose to the Nuggets in six, was it? 
Six. Six. Um, I've been holding this back. Tori, you say this every time someone builds a super team. You can't just expect them in the first year to have it all gel and just go to the conference finals and, and the NBA finals. Yep. That's not how it works. Yeah. You got to wait until at least year two. But for some reason, you took the Suns, you you, you got you fell in love with the with the trading cards, I, and you took the Suns into the finals to win. No, wait, no, we all no, had the. I, Bucks. I, took, I took them to the into the into the finals. I did. I uh, uh, look. I just thought that the uh, the West was too weak. You know, I uh, I underestimated Denver. But what I you know. Denver, who's yeah. been your who's been your go-to squad who's for three been years? My go-to squad. And the thing about <laughs> you Denver, finally got off the train. Denver. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. <laughs> Just when I thought I was out, they pull me right back in. Those Denver Nuggets. Ah, oh, yeah. Don't worry. That that'll be short-lived. Think Jokic is just a thing of beauty to watch. I mean, Murray, like he. He's very good at getting into the lane and getting easy shots, makeable shots, you know, taking over for just long enough stretches for for them to to put a team away. Um, just enough contrib, you know, enough guys who could give you that contribution, you know. You, you need about like four or five guys that could give you like 10 to 15 points a night. They have, you know, about that range, you know, between Brown, KCP, uh, Michael Porter Jr., uh, I'm sure there's a couple guys I'm not thinking of. They got just enough just enough guys where they could, you know, get get enough other production from the others where it allows freeze things up for Murray and Jokic to do their thing and you know, it's just way too much for the Suns. That that's what it was my uh assessment of the Suns, you know, after they jettisoned, you know, Bridges, Cam Johnson, Crowder, guys they've relied on in the past. They didn't have enough others and uh Denver really really made them pay. true um yeah uh you know i uh it was my thing after the first uh the first round watching just their first game against the clippers i i just didn't like the way phoenix looked um they didn't seem like they had any idea like what they wanted to do offensively which i you know i guess you shouldn't be surprised because they played eight whole games together uh after the durant trade um but they were like yeah we're good yeah we'll just try again game's meaningless uh and they were just getting crushed like i I just, for some, again, this is my my fault. I just, I thought DeAndre Ayton would have, like, you know, some type of backbone. Like, just some type of, like, gumption to him. Horses. To where, yeah, right. Uh, to where he would, like, care and be like, man, like, this, sh- I, I, sh- I should be, uh, I, this, sh- the game should be so easy for me now. I got, everyone's going to be paying attention to these three dudes on the perimeter. Like, I should just be getting mad buckets. Uh, and, yeah, he just. A huge, he's he's a bigger bitch than he maybe maybe he should find a way to the Sixers because that's pretty he, he fits that bill pretty pretty strongly um for that team's personality um I thought I thought that they, and maybe this was just a lack of personnel I thought they didn't try to I was I was crying for this like pick and roll like Durant uh Booker pick and rolls they never really tried it I would have tried to I would have I would have done everything possible to force a Jokic pick and roll like an eight an eight and switch off to get Jokic on Booker or Durant and then just pick and rolled him to death because that's what LA is going to do like that's I, I and I think that had to do with Monty getting fired like the fact that 
One, it looked like he's like the last two years, his teams have completely quit in elimination games. And it just seemed like he didn't, he just didn't know what to do. He didn't know how to attack and to adjust the game plan here. Um, especially after they lost Chris Paul. So that was pretty nuts. And Denver, like, listen, they got, uh, you know, uh, you know, they've, they've been awesome at home. That'll, that'll end tomorrow night, obviously, uh, in game one, but they haven't lost. Uh, they've had a different energy, whether it's the altitude there or God only knows, uh, and the role players of, you know, they've, they've shown up to date, uh, when they've, when they've been home. So, uh, yeah, they were great. And again, Jokic was, was awesome. Uh, Booker, I pretty insane. The guy was, you know, for a guy that basically is a perimeter player, was averaging like through the, over the course of like five games was averaging like forty something points on like sixty five percent shooting. That was just insanity. It was really awesome to watch. And uh, K- K- KD being broke from three, I just didn't expect. And we, yeah, I know injuries, this, that, the other thing. But like he was just awesome the first half of the season with Brooklyn. Like you know ninety or you know fifty forty ninety club, and he just looked bad just bad yeah so you know his his biggest contribution to that series was on the defensive end where he was doing a really good job protecting the rim so all right that's it that's all i got on that one all right you're good there tour good okay and then the lakers (laughs) win in six i'm not the kind of guy to say i told you so over the warriors but I told you so. The uh, Lakers shoot what twice as many free throws? One sixty, what, what, one six, one sixty-three to eighty-two, I believe, was the final number. Um, it was almost as if the first the team that shoots the most free throws in the league was playing the team that shoots the least free throws in the league. It's almost like that's what happened. Yeah, something like that. Pretty fun, pretty fun. Um, but, it, but it was rigged. Is yeah. Uh, it was, it was interesting. It was interesting how the, the free for the free throw differential showed up in like the crucial game, like in, in like game one, game three, and then game six is where these big differentials were. It's pretty, pretty interesting that that's, uh, that that's when they showed up too. But, um, yeah, listen, Davis defensively, uh, Davis is probably having the best postseason. I can't even remember. Quite, man. quite some time, yeah, twenty five years or so. It's not like I said the, against against Memphis. It was the best defensive from a from a from a, uh, a, a rim protection standpoint in in a decade. But just everything he's doing, I I, I don't even know. Maybe Duncan. This is like what he did in you college, where, where to, he just controlled the game on the defensive. You might end. have to yeah. go back to the decade of dominance. Uh, eh, yeah, but he couldn't guard the perimeter the way that like yeah, AD's exactly. able to switch out and do it. So like. I don't know. Maybe maybe O three Duncan. Maybe maybe it was the last time we've seen something like this. I, I, I was thinking like Duncan, Shaq, Kobe, some something like that. Yeah. Like the like defensively, it's just uh, it's insane. And even listen, he and people are bad. You know, people are gonna bag on him and act. You know, about the offense. He had one bad offensive game, and they're the Lakers are at the point where they're doing two things. One, like LeBron's Le, LeBron's resting for at least half the game, so that he can go full speed for the other half when he needs to. And they're trying. They're trying to make a point to get Davis going early in the first half, so in the second half they can just control, have him just be a defensive menace. Like it's not. It's not that. Like it's not those parts of the game each time. But 
you could kind of see like when they've been doing this, um, especially in the Warrior series. I thought, uh, you know, and they just you know they were they they were just too big and um, for Golden State, Clay was awful. I've never seen a three game stretch like that from Clay Thompson. Again, I I I've been saying I I don't think he's the same Clay. I haven't for. Even when he came back last year, I mean, and why would he be? You know, he tore his he tore his ACL and then his blood is Achilles, so I get it. Um, he was bad. That we we all know this is not the Jordan Poole fan club podcast, so we don't need to get into that guy. And uh, Draymond was just whatever. I don't know if uh, people have been joking that the smartest thing LeBron did was become friends with Draymond because uh, Dray, Dray, Draymond didn't try to make one hard foul on him or Davis or try to fuck with those two guys because Davis them. would seem like the prime. Davis would seem like the prime example for like the guy that you try to like get in his head and get him get him out of his game, and he didn't try any of that stuff. So. Um, if you want to get in Davis's head, all you have to do is pass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He'll hate you. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's funny. Um, but yeah, and I mean, it's hard. I, I don't want to be a rope broken record because this will be part of my uh, <laughs> this will be part of my Western Conference preview. But like, you can't when 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 guys like Austin Reeves, D'Angelo Russell, Dennis Schroeder, uh, you know, when those guys are basically being awarded for flops and like you know getting away with murder on the defensive end to the point where like they're getting more they're getting more opportunities than Steph Curry like you can't beat like you have to sh- you have to shoot 50% from the floor every game to try to beat that and like that's impossible <laughs> like D- Dallas was able to do it because of some some crazy shit in, in 11 um like the old warriors teams maybe could have done it but like that's you just you just you just it's a herculean task to ask a team, listen. <laughs> every not only are the not only we're not we're not even gonna it's not even gonna be the superstars that we're gonna be uh, you know letting get away with stuff. But these other three these other three guys that we probably shouldn't care about. Yeah, if they if they fall on the ground, we're gonna call fall. My my favorite part of Game Six was Schroeder, who's been the, you know the big ah uh, you know we don't we don't flop. Uh, they just said illegal screen, so we got to make sure the refs see it. This guy just falls down anytime like he's coming off a screen. He just falls down because he's like, ah, they're gonna, they're, there's, there's a 50 50 chance they're just gonna give me the call. Um, and he started to do that on a play, and Gary, Pay- Gary, Pay- Gary Payton, uh, Junior or the third or whatever the hell he is, he grabbed on the Schroeder to be like, nope, I'm coming down with you, pal. You ain't pulling this shit. So they finally, call- so they called the foul on Schroeder, and he got up like screaming and hollering as if like it wasn't what it was. Um, and that's a big factor. So like, you know, you don't have to blame the refs. Like they- people can say that's being a baby and being cheap, but. It, it's it's so it's tough to do, man. It's tough. It's tough to be able to overcome a team shooting twice as many free throws uh, as you are. So you got to make a lot. Of, you got to make a lot of jump shots. Yeah. The Warriors. We're gonna have to play three road games. Yep. And that meant that the Lakers had to win one road game, and four tries. So that's what happened. Lakers won three at home. They won one on the road, and the Warriors are gone. If you can't win on the road, you're not going to make it, period. And that was the Warriors this year. Uh, two in Sacramento. That's very nice. <laughs> oh, man. I'm with you. I, I, no argument. Um, I'm curious what they'll do. They're, they're going to be in a weird spot. Who? The Warriors. We're well, we're having one of your players sucker punch another one of the players to start the year. 
I uh, maybe that might help again. Uh, I just yeah, I'm, I'm trying to. I don't. Try, of course, Draymond. Like, who gives a shit? You know, he announces on his podcast that he's going to announce his future on his podcast. Like, stop. No, no one. No one gives a shit about your podcast, Draymond. Um, LeBron taught him that move. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'll be curious. I think Clay. Uh, You've been, we've, I've been seeing things that like they're going to ask him to take a big pay cut, which he should. Like, I get it. Like, I don't know. He's made a ton of money. They gave him, they gave him the full max, knowing full well he wasn't going to play an entire season. And then he got hurt again. Like, you know, he basically got two years of max money and didn't play a game. Like, if I'm, Cla- and again, maybe that's just me because it's not my money. I'd probably be like, yeah, like, we can, like, like let me, I, let me, let me just attach myself to Steph until the end of time. And you know, if I gotta take, if I gotta get twenty million a year instead of forty million a year, like let me let that probably makes makes sense. I said at the end of the when we, if you go back and listen to our after the uh, final game of the finals last year, we were talking about this, and I said that they're probably gonna let Clay go because him and Draymond are up, and it's easier to replace what Clay does than it is to <sighs> replace what uh, Dre brings to the table. I. I I think that that was true until Draymond uh, punched out Jordan punched Poole. Punched out Jordan Poole. <laughs> because yeah. now and they brought, now they, it was a good point. Both of them. Not now that uh, Jordan yeah. Poole played like that. Now you could jettison both of them. Yeah, well, and it was a good point. They they brought that up on the um a Bill Simmons Russell podcast where it was like when after, when you do something like that like Draymond like now now your leadership intangible is completely out the window because you've like lost you've lost that cachet because you just punched out <coughs> one of the players. The, um, the rumor this week is that he did it in defense of Steve Kerr because Jordan Poole was being shitty to Steve Kerr and is that right? Yeah, is that what that, that, is that what Draymond said? I haven't seen that yet. You but know, that's fun. Yeah, that's whatever. fun. <laughs> Either yeah, way, that's, y- yeah. y- indefensible. I uh, I always just I always uh, I always try to dump bad contracts onto the Magic because you know they're the Magic. They, they I, if them. I were, if I were, if I were the Warriors, that would be my first call. I I would I'd be dangling Kaminga and Pool for like Wendell Carter Jr. and somebody else on that squad. Get another reliable. I, I'm, I'm. I still haven't sold my Wendell Carter Jr. stock, <laughs> so be be great to get him out of fucking Orlando. Um, I, 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 he'd be, he'd be. I think, I think he'd be an interesting fit with with the Warriors. So, ball, ball. Um, yeah, they're they're not they're not they're not tra- they, they, they Steph Curry for Bull Bull. Who says no? That's the real question. That's the real question. Uh, <laughs> but I think that uh, you know, I, I that would be an interesting move. I, I don't. I just don't know what pool. Pool, 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 Moody and Kaminga for Tobias Harris. Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe yeah. that's a thing. I don't know. Whatever. They gotta, they, they gotta get, they gotta, they gotta on the in the wing on the wing spot. They gotta get younger and more athletic defensively, and uh, they gotta actually they gotta find like a true backup center rim protector because because Looney, Looney as much Looney's awesome and they don't beat Sacramento without him. He's like. He's a very series to series kind of player. Like there's, there's gonna be, there, you know, like this was not a series where he could hang hang with Anthony Davis. Like that just wasn't gonna be a thing. No. So, um, you need to have a, uh, you need to have an actual backup plan. You, you need to, when to that happens. yeah. You, you need to have multiple defenders to come at Anthony Davis with. You yeah. can't just say, okay, here's our center. He's gonna go toe to toe with you, and that's not the type of player Looney is. Yeah, it'd be cool. It'd be cool if uh, we could get Draymond and like John Collins on the same team to like jerk offs. That'd be fun. 
That'd be so fun. <laughs> Try to do a uh, a Capella, Capella John Collins for uh um yeah. I'll tell yeah, you the kind of player turn. that I think that the Warriors should go after is like they should try and get their hands on like a Bobby Portis. I think he would fit in very well there. Yeah, that's fair. I, I mean, he's he punched a player in the face too at practice, uh, so that fits did, the culture. Yeah, did he punch Meritich or did? Yeah, he was the one who did the punching. Yeah, 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 yeah. he punched. What's his name? The Argentine dude, Nicola Meritich. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he punched, Some reason I was him thinking it was the other way around. No, he punched yeah, him in the right. face, broke his jaw. <laughs> I think it was right before the playoffs too. So no, it was so before, no, 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 no. It was before the season. It was before. I was. Right, I was gonna say. I thought it was for the playoffs. And so the guy they lost it for the playoffs. Oh man! All right. Conference they finals. It, they should have it all. Boxing team. They could have Portis, Draymond, Damian Lillard, Nate Robinson. They could hire. Let's. They could bring back Latrell to Golden State to Latrell's be a coach. Free will. Ooh, ooh, that'd be a good one. All right. So. Now that we've talked about hypothetical lineups again, um, let's talk about Western Conference Finals. The Le- LeBron Lakers versus the Jokic Nuggets. Key to this series, and where do you see it going? Tori, you start. Oh, man. Let's just say it. Say it. Say I'm going to do it. I'm... Key to the series. Say it. Uh, I'm, say I'm gonna, it. I'm gonna say Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray. Damn it! That's not what I wanted you to you say. You wanted me to say Michael Porter Jr. There it is. Uh, look, I I definitely think he could be an X factor. I don't think he will be an X factor. But uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, he he's definitely gonna be. Oh, more, that's your boy. The he's way you definitely said that was gonna so be funny. more of more of a X factor than uh, Kevin Knox is. I'll tell you that much. Uh. Oh, uh, man, I'm kind of pissed. We I, I forgot to plug the uh, R.J. Barrett, Greater Than Zion, and John Moran talk. But go ahead. Sorry, I digress. Uh, yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, I, I think Murray is, is going to be the guy who could, like, really take over several games. You know, like I said, he's very good at taking over for stretches. He could do it for an extended stretch. I don't see... Who on the front line for uh, the Lakers is really going to give him any trouble? Uh, I could kind of see, and you're talking about how good Anthony Davis's defense has been. He's going to be guarding Jokic probably for the majority of the of the time, I would assume. Uh, if they want to win, he better be. Uh, so that means uh, Murray's got to step up. He's really got to take over some of these games. He he needs to win them probably one to two games for them to move on. And and I think he's good enough to do it. I think he has the mentality to do it. Um, I'm looking forward to, to see him. I mean, he's had some – I know it's the bubble, but even since, you know, in the couple games this earlier this playoffs, he's had some big playoff moments. Um, so I look for him to try and, like, establish himself early. I could see him having a big game one somewhere in the 35 to 45-point range mm. um, and really really trying to put his stamp on this series. I, I look for him to be the X factor, and I, and I look for the Nuggets to win it in six. Wow. All right. Drew. Uh it's Porter Jr. I like I I already know what I'm getting for I, I know what I'm getting for Murray. Like Murray's gonna have you know, if it goes six games, Murray's gonna have, you know, I think two really special games, one okay game, and then he's gonna have the two games where he goes like two for sixteen. Um the difference will be can Michael Porter Jr 
engage himself for 48 minutes, continue to shoot the three ball at 40%, but put the pressure on the Lakers' defense to have to constantly be defending him on back cuts, moving without the ball, versus being James Harden and just standing there when he's not getting it. Because as you know, while while the Lakers, you know, the the, the Warriors, you know, movement on offense did give the Lakers trouble. They just didn't hit shots. I mean, Clay and Clay and Poole were just atrocious. Um, you know, Denver's gonna that Denver runs a similar motion offense um, through Jokic. Like those guys are in constant movement. And I think like Porter Jr. I think right now he's averaging about 15 points a game, a little less than that. That needs to be I, 18, and it should. Yeah, be. I was gonna. I mean, yeah, he's good I was, enough where that should easily be 18 to 19 a game. Which is what he did um, two years two ago. ago. Which I yeah, two years ago he was taking the leap to be like that their third like star, and then he yeah, kinda and he's got a and he's got a rebound. Yeah. yeah, and he's also got a uh, he's got to also rebound the basketball and not foul. Um, I just think he's the guy. Like a lot of people are talking about Aaron Gordon being the X factor. Aaron Gordon is who he is. I think I think he should have been an All Star this year. But you know he's he's just a utility guy. You know they're gonna play off him. I don't want him shooting threes anyway. I, I know he'll be cutting to the basket and doing stuff. And you know he's gonna have to be you know play great. I think he'll be the guy they use on LeBron James, even though you know in theory it should be on Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, but that's where, I was going, that's where I was going next. Yeah, I, it had like. If Denver has any chance of winning this series, it has to be Porter Jr. And I just go back to the but go ahead, Let's before I give my prediction. Go ahead. What's your next thing, Jo? No, no. I was just gonna say, who who do you think guards LeBron? I think I think I think, yeah, I think yeah, I think it'll be Gordon. Yeah, I think it'll be Gordon just because he's he's older and he's got a little bit more experience. He's tougher. Than, he's I think he's like mentally and physically, physically tougher. Yeah. Tougher. Yeah. He, he's got yeah. the body to do it. He's got the athleticism to do it. And plus, you don't have to his game. I don't think putting wear and wear on him is going to impact his offensive game. Where like no. Porter Junior, you don't want Porter Junior getting down himself because like LeBron's taking him to the basket and shit like that. So I, I, yeah, I, a hundred percent. Maybe maybe they'll dabble KCP. Maybe K, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe we'll see bubble KCP. Um, <laughs> and uh, maybe they'll they might try to throw him on LeBron a little bit, which will be oh, that'd be an interesting little chess move. Um, they're gonna throw guys at LeBron. Like it's it's gonna be a little bit. Yeah. It's gonna be mainly Who, Aaron Gordon. There'll be some Bruce Brown, uh, and then you're gonna sprinkle in KCP and MPJ. Uh, yeah. But it, it's who's it's, the X factor for the Lakers? Like who who like? Uh, it's Re- Reeves and Schroeder Reeves it's, again. Yeah, it's the Reeves and Schroeder. It's that it's that it's the the flop. I'll call them the flop crew. Like those <laughs> guys. Like if they're if they're able to draw fouls and you know hold and grab on defense willy nilly. I mean, they're the they're the key as long as they keep 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 going. One one um, thing I'm interested to watch, we kind of touched on it, is uh, MPJ, and I don't know if they'll. I'm assuming at some point they'll be guarding each other. MPJ versus Rui. I ooh. I feel like I feel like Hachimura is going to have a game or two that stands out, and you're just going to be like, this is what MPJ should be doing every like, night. Yeah, like every night. Like seventeen and eleven in a spark plug that fuels them to a win when the top two guys are kind of like stalling a little bit, and I, I just, I, I'm that's what I'm worried about for 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 Denver. Um, but go ahead, Drew. What's your and then, well, I guess I was gonna say conversely, like when the top two guys are struggling to score, who's the next guy for for 
the Lakers, and you already said that. And how about for Denver? I guess you already said it too, MPJ. Yeah. Maybe maybe KCP. Uh, um, I think the Lakers really are going to need contributions from Vanderbilt and uh, Beasley. I, I really think they're going to, you know, hmm. I, I feel like you you know where Austin Reeves' aggressiveness is going to be. And you know what? D'Angelo Russell is going to need to shoot the three three ball at like forty percent as well. Not if Lonnie Walker. I say Lonnie. Yeah, Lonnie, I think I think Lonnie Walker is taking the Beasley uh, spot now. Well, at ma- this ma- point. maybe he. You know, maybe it's Vanderbilt, and it, but somewhat. Yeah, I mean Vando. Those, Vando on um, about that three. Those three are going to have to have like, you know, an impact on a game on every game. Yeah, Van- Vando on um, on Murray or uh, or Michael Porter Jr. for spurts will uh, will be good for them. Just another guy you can you yeah. can kind of throw out there. Um, All right. So who who do you who you got, Drew? Uh, I got the Lakers in six. I think it's going to be hilariously the same script that we've seen uh, the last two rounds. I think they'll. I think they're going to steal game one. Uh, I, I I wish there were a play. Can is there a player prop for how many fouls Jokic is going to have in the first? Uh, twelve minutes of the game, is that like a thing? I don't know. Probably right. I don't know. Uh, I think it'll be just like the bubble. You'll see. You'll see Jokic, who's rarely been in foul trouble the entire postseason. He'll magically get like three fouls. Uh, and you know, LA will take game one on, on some some crazy stuff. Uh, it'll be back. It'll be one one going into LA. Murray will have his one for seventeen game. While Michael Porter Jr. is just kind of hanging out, you know, vaping, vaping on the wing, waiting for the ball to come to him, and uh, Davis, you know, I think I think Davis will be able to disrupt uh, Jokic as much as he wants, and uh, they're just not gonna have enough. And I think just like you know, I've been saying, you know, this everything kind of just broke the way it needed to from the bracket, and uh, the Lakers are gonna they're gonna mar- march on. I already I already ordered my Jack Jack Championship ring T-shirt. It's on its way. Can't beat can't beat LA.com. For, for me, I think the the biggest factor is Davis's defense. We've talked about it being at an all time level, just neutralizing what Jokic wants to do. I I don't see a scenario where both guys are healthy and Jokic's offense beats Davis's defense. But yeah, well, go ahead, I do see a scenario where Davis gets injured. I'm gonna keep saying <laughs> it. The wheelchair made an appearance last round. I'm saying that the wheelchair What's, or something like he—he's just—I'm just all right. He's gonna get injured. And this will—and this will be the frustrating part for Nugget fans because, like, listen, like all these great defenders, like because they're so good and they're aggressive the way they play, like they foul people. Like Davis, like da- Davis, Davis is, is barely getting one foul a game. So like Jokic, for as good wow. as he is and active as he is, that's what I'm saying. Like even against you, know, like there's there's zero there's zero world where Anthony Davis shouldn't be averaging three fouls a game in this series against Jokic. Not saying that he won't shut it, that he won't be impactful on Jokic defensively and give him tons of trouble and disrupt him for what he wants to do and the back cutting and all that stuff and, and the assists. But like there's just no way for as, as much as Jokic has the ball, like nobody's that good. Like nobody. Unless you're telling me Anthony Davis is now the greatest defensive player in the history of the the game. Like there's just no way that can happen. And it's not he's not gonna call for stuff. I'm telling you, Denver I I am going to be unmer or unmerciful to the Denver uh, Twitter world uh, for the way that they've been uh, going crazy here the last uh, last forty eight hours on Joel Embiid because they don't they they have no idea what's coming for them at all. <laughs> uh, it, it's gonna be 
it's going to be absolutely insane. Like I can't, I just can't wait till Schroeder just starts like falling and Jamal Murray's like on the bench with two fouls five minutes into the game. And people are like, what is happening? It's going to be great. It's going to be great. All right. Lakers and six. All right. Well, I think we, I think we got our, who do you got Jay? I had Denver in the finals. Yeah. I'm just going to stick with that. You're staying, you're staying with it. Denver and what? Um, six because I'm saying Davis gets injured. Sweet. If Davis makes it into six, I I think he makes it into seven. So I'll say six. Okay. Uh, All right. We got our our uh, six, and I have not had a pick right since 2021. Oh boy! Like, awesome. I, I, 2021 was a magical year for me with picking and sports gambling and everything. And it's yeah, a, we both we both we both picked the Lakers to win in. Uh, I think we both had five, but, uh, yeah, I, I but they still like won. This, yeah. They still won. Um, our March, our Mar- our March. Uh, the Suns too. No, maybe. no. You were you're never you no, went you well, went all never you went all never nervous on us. Maybe I did. I don't know. Who cares? Um, our March, our March to merch continues on, baby. Oh, baby. Eight, we're we're eight we're eight wins away <laughs> from new merch. Oh man, that's classic. So, like I said, and I, listen, I I I was feeling pretty good about it. I, don't know, I was a little, I don't know. I started thinking about like this Denver home thing. I'm like, maybe it's just a thing now. Jokic will get to the finals because it'll be even worse for like the the Embiid supporters. And then once I saw that Magic Johnson Larry Bird commercial, I just smiled and said, "God damn, it's in the bag, boys. We're getting hoodies. <laughs> We're getting hoodies. It is in the bag." Oh man, that that is yeah. Awesome. All right. All right, guys, uh, good stuff, good preview. Uh, we'll probably just at this point, I guess we'll see if, if there's any critical points. We might we might do a surprise drop-in uh, halfway through these series. but if, otherwise, we have, if we have some critical game fives. Yeah, otherwise we will talk to everyone after the series to set up the NBA Finals. Guys, as per usual, good talk. See you out there. Big kisses. Never nervous. Just Tori with the music. Oh, just there. Just keep waiting for it. Ah, good, good try. Just good, good, good All night, right. Loretta. <laughs>